0: Welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Podcast uh, Come one, come all uh, hear ye, hear ye. Grazie, mille. Thank you for coming in This is the comic podcast about comic books I am your host Chris and I'm joined by my co-host
1: Daniel Yes, welcome everyone to the podcast and hope you guys had a happy Easter You know, Jesus has risen and all that, and all that jazz <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens? I hope you found all those eggs That he left? Yeah, that he left <laughs> He left those down here Are you a fan of um, The Cadbury egg? I think I had The first one I've ever had This Easter Like I picked one up At like uh, CVS I think Is where Uh I got Like one of those Pharmacy stores or whatever Okay And I think it's the first Cadbury egg I've ever had And I don't get what All the hype is about It's just a chocolate egg What was in it? Caramel
0: That's the wrong one Is
1: that wrong? It said Cadbury And said egg On the wrapper
0: Yeah they make a caramel one But that's not the Cadbury egg It said Cadbury And egg on it No The company is Cadbury And you got the caramel one but the cadbury egg is egg inside no it's not is that true <laughs> you're bringing this up no it's not egg but it looks like egg like it's like icing like it's almost like a sugar crystally y huh? consistency and it's white with a yellow middle
1: Real? no really yes that, ah okay you could just be making this up right now and i would not know i know that i've never had one then
0: there's an unborn duck inside <laughs> So it does come from duck. It comes from <laughs> a chicken. Um, yeah. I th- I haven't had one in years, probably since I was a kid. Yeah. But um, it is like that. Like, it's like, really? it looks like egg inside, like it's chocolate. No shit. And then <laughs> it's like, a, I don't know what it is. It's probably just like sugar, crystallized, like sugar syrup or something.
1: Wait, what's the inside like? Is it like, uh, it's, like gooey. Gooey. It's, it's gooey? It's gooey. Yeah. It's like a soft boiled egg, like the, the, the consistency, I should say. Or is it like a yolk, like a mm, hard boiled egg? I'd say it's it's like a ride. <laughs> really? No way. And what is the inside taste like? The yellow? It's pot.
0: just sugar, like syrup, c- c- custard. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is because I don't think it's natural. Okay. I I can say what it's like, but maybe I should <laughs> <laughs> Moving on then. I'm like rating it to other. It's like this white gloopy
1: <laughs> consistency. So it's supposed to go to the egg. Okay. <laughs> How do you got in there? What would you rank it like? Uh, what would do you, you rate it out of ten compared to other candies? Okay. Compared to other eggs? Just <laughs> other candies, other chocolates, or whatever. I mean,
0: I'm glad it's only once a year. Oh, it's bad, or it's like special. It's probably too sweet. Oh yeah, I probably could only eat one. And um, honestly, I think they even changed the recipe
1: since I was a kid. Okay, it was one of those. One of those. Um, uh, that went, went out the window When yeah. they, they, all these Like health people Got involved No it's like
0: Chemically Oh Back then it was
1: like Just sugar Oh just straight up sugar I see okay Alright well It's like the same thing With peeps You only get that Like once a year Like I think you can Buy it every year But nobody Any time of year But nobody gets it They only they get only, it At Easter
0: They only make it Once a year And then it's just There the whole time <laughs> It's just on the shelf yeah.
1: Nobody bought it From last yeah. Easter
0: There's no expiration date
1: Yeah I can believe that Without, There's like They make like Hot tamale peeps And that just seems Like That's- an evil combo what's the
0: best seasonal like treat candy
1: candy i I don't know if it's a candy but i mean the shamrock shake it's not it's not a candy but that's that's like a seasonal thing that i like that I'm probably always getting it every year
0: okay what about candy like there's like candy canes no uh, candy, candy corn, corn. yeah you see these are all like misses for me
1: I'm not I don't really
0: like is them there much. a 4th of July
1: one firecrackers Um. is it like marshmallows and hot dogs that's a thing oh like on a stick <laughs> yeah, like a stick. coming out of a pineapple <laughs> what? who came up with that
0: uh, Paris Hilton Perez Hilton isn't that what she said like that's her favorite thing or was that the other one I think you're just making stuff up Paris one Hilton of the, it was Paris Hilton or Nicole Richie said like that's her favorite thing on that
1: show that they're on the two of them I don't know when she said it I think they both they both act dumb and that just seems like a dumb thing they made up like that's my favorite that's no one's favorite I think they're not dumb I think
0: they're smart yeah Yeah. we should be eating marshmallows oh you're saying (laughs) that's a good
1: move eat them (laughs) I see what you're saying uh, changing topic now what do you think of the Star Wars stuff that came out with all the different not enough releases? marshmallows
0: and hot dogs <laughs> just enough pineapple seasonal candies in Star Wars yeah I more of those uh, so yeah it was Star Wars celebration yeah Ahsoka looks amazing the show it looks dope I mean just
1: going off of the Mando continuation yeah. I'm happy with that right like Mando so this season's been maybe up and down but still mm-hmm. a good positive trend so I'm happy there's more continuation with Ahsoka
0: yeah this Mandalorian season I would say maybe is it's weakest but still still entertaining yeah Um Andor's currently still my favorite thing probably
1: really wow
0: uh, outside of maybe Empire Strikes Back the original trilogy Mando's just so fun is it still fun for me yeah
1: okay I can get it if you don't like it as much and maybe the, like the weights of Andor you like it more maybe that you know and your scales that's what you want more
0: I will but... say this Ahsoka might beat Andor wow really just because it, it feels like it has enough of like everything like new stuff mixed with old stuff mixed with now crossing medias <laughs> You know. crossing okay platforms yeah. whatever it's like you no know, cartoons to live action uh, a lot of that yeah Um. It, I mean it just looks great
1: every ounce of it looks great yeah I'm curious if like the transfers of characters like to screen I guess Ahsoka herself Rosario Dawson was yeah, successful did that there's the Hera and Sabine so if, if it's gonna feel like fluid between those animation yep. live action it looks like it's going to those like Sith adjacent people I guess they're Sith I don't know like, I think they're I don't dark Jedi's is what they're called and they're not calling themselves Sith sith is it like
0: no i don't know well there's no more sith right technically yeah that's what they think yeah right because like the empire is defeated right um but they're like jedis that have turned to the dark side
1: like the empire has its remnants still obviously like there's the moff gideon it does sound like he's yeah still out there yeah
0: um this is not the first time we've had like an anim- animated character going. Remember, um, Saw Guerrero? He was animated first. That's true, yeah. That's all the way back in the Rogue One.
1: And they got what? Force Witter could do the role? He didn't, he didn't voice the character at first, right?
0: I don't think so. I
1: wouldn't say. But either. I think
0: now a lot of them, besides Ahsoka, not Ahsoka, but like a lot of the characters are their voice actors, right?
1: You mean like they're, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. live action version. I mean, with uh, the trailer, Thrawn, I yeah. think that's the voice actors, right. the same one. Yeah. The same one and all, yeah.
0: So the trailer that they showed online, mm-hmm. there's an extended trailer that they only showed showed at star Wars celebration yeah and some of the things we see in that trailer are the front of Thrawn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you see the leak stuff at all yeah me too Looks good it, i mean it's just more more of the boy we saw in the release trailer right yeah. it he's, doesn't look all he's good. blue he's <laughs> the front man <laughs> is blue too wow <laughs> I don't know what the... I mean, if he's got the voice acting role down pat, then uh-huh. I'm guessing live action will just be fluid also. Yeah. You get the vibe of the character. How about like the other movies? The Daisy Ridley. Do you like that I, she's coming back? I can see why.
0: She's got nothing else to do. <laughs> but I don't know... Like, I, I don't know anything about it, so I don't know like... W- the point is she's starting to start the Jedi Council again, right? Her, a, a Jedi Order. Order. Again. Yeah so what is an antagonist to that now um, and if you say palpatine i'm gonna stop recording
1: <laughs> it's it's like a fight against like uh education right like she's like a school she's starting up so is it well, it's because it's a charter school is, oh, okay so that's what it is <laughs> you have to pay it's private yeah. you have to pay put up money mm-hmm. i get it it's that not free <laughs>
0: before saying free
1: okay. So if I'm rich enough, I can just buy in, get get to forest <laughs> I like that. Pick it up at the store. Uh, I I mean, I like Daisy Ridley, but I think it's more or less just like I'm into brunette blondes. So I'm, I'm a brunette. Brunette blondes. <laughs> brunette wow. British brunettes, I should say. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't I like Daisy Ridley. Really. I don't know if sure you know her sequel trilogy did not land well.
0: Honestly, it started good. Yeah. And then some parts, like I like half, maybe a little more than half of. Last Jedi and then Rise of Skywalker kind of just dropped the ball for you, you were loving Last
1: Jedi when it came out. And it seemed like Rise of Skywalker turned the tide for, a little even, bit. for the previous movie. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. And I, I had that um, feeling already. And I was just kind of like, well, I got that impression already. It was pretty bad. So, it came up with like, I'm expecting very low standards for this movie.
0: Mm, okay. Uh, James Mangold was also announced as a director of a feature Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like his movie will take place around 25,000 years before the original trilogy. Anything we've seen. Yeah. So it's like the first creatures or people or any entity just discovering the force
1: ever yeah uh i'd like picked up a comic that was kind of telling that story okay i don't know if they're gonna use that as a source material yeah but it's kind of cool idea i just hope it's not too hippy dippy to
0: i just think like if it's twenty five thousand years before yeah does that even look like star wars anymore
1: yet or or what we know star wars to be it's i would imagine it's like the the ruins and the temples but all like shiny and new right because what's twenty five
0: thousand? Years ago from us
1: is that Cleopatra time? Were is there dinosaurs? Right? <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell you.
0: Uh, so that's twenty more than twenty thousand years before Christ came yeah. out today. Before <laughs> before Easter. So yeah, I don't know. I, I what's 20, I can't even ne- like negative twenty thousand
1: BC. Is that like saber tooth times? Oh, Ice Age? I I'm would more keen to believe that than the dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, but wasn't there a movie that's like 20,000 BC or something like that? Oh, is that like Apocalypto?
1: Is that? I don't know.
0: That doesn't sound right either. So then that, like, there's no spaceships probably, right, in Star Wars?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I, it's a long, it's already, this is already a long, long time ago in the yeah. galaxy far, far away. You yeah. can't tell.
0: So I have no idea what that'll be like.
1: Yeah, I, I just hope it has some real story to it. And just don't make it too. Once things go back and just go into all lore stuff, it gets kind mm-hmm. of like there's not a real story for this one movie. You know what I'm saying? Because it is the lore. It's all just it's just lore, lore, lore. It's kind of, <laughs> getting
0: lower and lower.
1: <laughs> that's that's all I feel. I don't know.
0: Um, well, I I mentioned this to you off air, but what I want from Star Wars, at least from maybe the Disney Plus shows. Is to get more Marvel with it as far as like... Yeah, it is a connected universe. It's all in Star Wars. Yes. But they seem to not intermingle as much and maybe like an episode here or there. But I want it to be more connected as far as like appearances and and storylines and plots for there to be an endgame or Mm -hmm. I would maybe say more closer to like a Defenders season. I want Mandalorian and Bo-Katan and Ahsoka and the Rebels... To have to unite in a season, maybe even with Boba Fett, uh, to defeat Thrawn. Maybe that's what season two of Ahsoka could be.
1: It could be if that's what uh, is Ahsoka leading up to. But it sounds like that's what Filoni's movie is going to be about. Is like a an Avengers type connecting all these things through lines together. Yeah. But I think of it more as like Avengers 1, like the first meeting up. It's not like okay. an end game where it's like a phase. That's yeah. what I imagine it to be.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what I... I, F- I Filoni do that. Yeah. I, I approve. <laughs> we thought of it here first um yeah. yeah Star Wars I didn't even know Star Wars Celebration was happening me neither
1: until now I just saw there's a lot of news so I was like what What are they celebrating <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we have a uh, news over on. Before we get to it, why don't you uh, explain how the show works here at Reader Copy?
1: We split it up into three bits. First, done. We we'll run down the comic book news. At the uh, middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And today, we're doing Black Science. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories, where that is what we talk about and watching, reading, any entertainment we've uh, enjoyed this
0: week. All right. Let's uh, light speed into the news. <laughs> We mentioned this last week, but we were recording too early for it to come out. That's right. Um, the Blue Beetle trailer dropped, and it is what I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think um, I was more optimistic with a little bit of a teaser we got last last week. But this trailer, it
0: seems like could have potential. It looks like, because you, you before the trailer, yeah. you'd say you had lower hopes for this movie? I did. Or you were that excited? I thought it was going to be good, just from what I've seen from, like behind the scenes Like the costume Looked like the Blue Beetle costume You really like it Yeah So when The trailer came out And I watched it I'd say the effects And what I thought um, uh, Jaime Reyes' character Would be like That character Yeah was pretty spot on To what I thought It would be But the the rest of it Maybe it's was like Oh I didn't expect it To be that Like that Like really like I don't know where it is This is in Miami
1: It looks like some Like resorty place
0: Yeah I didn't think It would be that mm. But
1: I'm not hating it Yeah I'm enjoying that I guess give it uh, some real backdrop right Mm -hmm. i guess i didn't even think of that aspect until now that resorty thing like he's working as maybe at the hotel or whatever yeah so he's uh he's like a a Peter Parker right he's he has some work to get done and then on the side from being a hero you know his struggles in life I guess and he I think it is like a Spider-Man thing where he's like an awkward teen and you're seeing that more in this actor in the trailer I think Uh uh-huh he's like fumbling about yeah things
0: I would almost say like it's closer to an amazing Spider-Man how do you say with that uh it felt like that version of of Peter Parker was more like um I need to get a job my family but I'm not I'm in like uh a world that I don't understand or not used to. Okay. Good right? point. When he was thrown into work or going to like um uh Norman Osborne Os-Corp. Oscorp. Yeah. Yeah. So this Jaime Reyes looks like uh, you know, his family's maybe not well off, but he's trying to present himself. Like there's a scene where he's like wearing like a suit or something. What's that Michael J. Fox movie where he's like instantly rich? Teen Wolf. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> But something like that Yeah And then um, In Amazing Spider-Man Like he goes there And he gets bit by Spider Right Yeah In Oscorp Because Gwen Stacy's like I don't know. He knows her. So this one I think he knows somebody that works at this other lab and she tells him to like take the scarab in a burger box. Yeah. Takes it home and then that's what gives him powers. It's basically the same thing.
1: Yeah, and it is. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's funny. He gets his power from like the free toy you get in your happy meal. Right. right? <laughs> so what do you think of that thing like it's like attaching onto him? It it does seem very visceral, like he's like yeah. being taken. It is a lot like Venom Two, where he's like right. It's almost like he's fighting against it the first time.
0: Yeah, like when he's he's like thrust onto the ceiling, and yeah, it's starting to cover his entire body. And there's parts where like it looks like it's going in his mouth. That's what kind of grossed me out. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> but then once he is in full costume, like it looks pretty cool. I I think
1: it has like this. Sheen to it Like the costume And and like the style of it Yeah And like connection To like George Lopez It does feel like A Spy Kids type of thing (laughs) (laughs) Like the aesthetic Like the the finish of the costume. Oh, really? I just have to say it. Yeah.
0: Okay. I I think it is like um he's wearing the costume and then they're CGing like a glow to it or something like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they they did not really make a sword that was that big for him to use at the end of the trailer. Yeah. You mean like a?
0: They might. They might have. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people at cons with big ass swords like that. That's freaking made true. of cardboard, but like
1: a Final Fantasy. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Okay. Good point. Good point.
0: I like how um a la maybe like a Green Lantern, it'll make whatever he can think of right yeah so that's what he thinks of like i think this version may be more trying to be relate to the audience now, which could be like heavily like anime inspired or something like that. Okay, okay, just pulling
1: it from any like game or whatever, right? Any genre. Yeah, I like that. I like that. he he. I think he said at an interview, like yeah, just think of a Green Lantern think of an Iron right. Man to actually put together. Yeah. yeah, kind of thing.
0: I don't know who the villain is in this. I don't see any kind of like antagonist yet. There was one
1: guy that was kind of barking at the screen, but they didn't yeah. show any powers or or, who or army or anything yeah. like that. So I think the villain is George Lopez's goatee. <laughs> (laughs) I mean, it does sound like he's not a fan of Batman. He thinks he's a fascist. So I think they'd have it at, have it out. Um, And then there's like another. There was a female actress that was like, "Um, "The scarab might have picked you, but it belongs to me."
0: Yeah, it sounds like my guess is this company or corporation discovered the scarab, right? Okay. And they've been studying it, and they realize she realized like, oh, this corporation just wants to use it for its power and maybe evil doing so she's like has to hide it and so maybe she's like the scientist that knows all about it but doesn't want it to fall into the wrong hands so she gives it to like this kid <laughs> interesting yeah I don't know
1: it's like he snuck it away right yeah I, maybe she's just gonna try to use him or control him at a certain point.
0: I don't think she intended for it to attach to him yeah but it does you yeah. know i mean that's how it is it can't take it off right yeah i don't know the it's, it's like a um,
1: chinese finger trap or something you can't take it off <laughs> it, it's stuck there
0: i think um i bet the plot of the movie is like that happens he gets it's on and then it, the whole rest of the movie is like how do i get this off we got to get you sneak you back into the lab so we can get it off maybe we got to sneak you into the old blue beetles layer to try to uh. get it off And then by the end, it's like, no, I've learned to accept it and use it to help. And he doesn't want to take it off anymore. To be a
1: hero. To be a hero. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe like, yeah. Pat's found some like journaling or something. He knows how to be a hero from the old The Beetle. Right. Maybe something like that. Okay. Okay. I like that. um, We've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it before. It looks like there's also a scene with like a bunch of scarabs, like in a tower or something, like like in a mm. grouping. Yeah. Is a scarab even special? I don't know. Can I get one if I get a Happy Meal now? Can I get one out of there? That's what I'm wondering. You
0: have to go to a Big Belly Burger. That's where he got it from. Oh, that's
1: right. Okay, That's probably in another I know state.
0: In the uh, the Young Justice cartoon, yeah, Blue Beetle's enemy is like another like evil version of him. Like there's a bigger guy that has a scarab and looks like a I don't know black beetle. I don't know what he is. Okay. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that it, I think that actually is a character yeah
0: so yeah that's probably the villain
1: a big one okay all right it's it's so they're doing the Marvel thing they're totally doing copying Marvel just get another copy of the hero and that's the villain yeah all right
0: Um. do you think this is connected to the new DC um I don't
1: I don't think so do you I I think it's a one-off like we can just let it lie here I think it relies on the success Oh,
0: yeah. If it's successful, they'll continue making more, which then maybe will force them to connect it.
1: And it was like originally an HBO Max movie, right? And then they elevated it to a theater release. I believe that's true. yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah, which... I think it makes sense now. It does look pretty good. Yeah, you're into it? Yeah, if this was just an HBO Max show, I don't think it would look this good. Oh. And I think they're like, you know what? We have to use CG for his costume. That's the kind of character he is. So let's just make it look really good and then put it as a feature film. Okay, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it has potential. I'm still not 100% convinced I'm going to love it. But Blue Beetle, it is an interesting character I don't know a lot about. And mm. for that, I'm a little bit more excited because like I could be surprised.
0: There's one thing that I um, was a little... Not upset but i surprised uh was um you know how in like venom the symbiote talks to him in his mind yeah this one does too but it's a female voice whereas in all the other ones i've seen it's like uh almost like a male but almost like um almost bad like almost evil talking like angry just like um this one sounds like an ai right oh like a siri yeah Yeah. it doesn't have like the other one would talk to him like a personality like wanted him to do certain things this one just seems like it just does what he says
1: Robotic a bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's going to grow. It's going to become a person eventually. We'll see. Yeah. 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 It has to have, do some uh, neural network learning type of thing before they take over to the be, world. You <laughs> have to feed
0: it some yeah. information. <laughs> All right, uh, that's Blue Beetle. When does that come out? Later this year, right? Yeah, I think like summertime. Okay, yeah. It looks like a summer movie. Um, also coming out this summer is Disney Plus's Secret Invasion series starring Samuel L. Jackson back as Nick Fury. Samuel L. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Did you know that? It's Samuel L. Jackson.
1: Samuel L. There's an L in the middle. Is where you're asking? Yeah. yeah I, I didn't thought, know that for a
0: long time, though. I thought it was Sam L. Jackson. Oh, but, really? But then then it was Samuel And then I thought It was Samuel Jackson I didn't know Yeah I did not know There was a middle initial In there I I thought there was A middle initial But I thought Maybe it was just Sam Oh really But now Because when you say Samuel L. Jackson It sounds kind of like You're saying too many things Too many
1: house of l samuel l jackson yeah, yeah too much going on there
0: there's too many of him because uh there's
1: scrolls in it <laughs> yes yes with the uh secret invasion trailer i think this is we got one earlier but this is a thing digging, digging deep into the, the tone more i think mm. it's gonna feel a bit more like the captain america show kind of feel a bit okay there's a um olivia coleman's character is a bit more prominent in the trailer and she's like speaking to the secret wars going on right and I mean, we already knew that with what secret innovation is gonna be but yeah like it this really feels like a um like a last mission for this
0: nick fury right who has been up in space for a while
1: yeah like where has did we decide on when he went up there was, uh, what if i had to guess yeah
0: after ultron
1: after ultron okay so up to that point we were getting the real nick fury
0: yeah so when he was dusted and called captain marvel do you you think that was the real Nick Fury?
1: Uh, I don't think it was. Okay, so then it would be after Ultron. Yeah, I, I think also he could be like in back and forth. Maybe it's all lies. They're lying to the honest this whole time. He's like up and down. Yeah, di- between different movies. Sometimes it's Ben Mendelsohn.
0: Sometimes it's not. Well, in this the real one is looks a lot older. True. And does not wear an eye patch anymore.
1: Yeah, I think maybe he's just like resigned to look like that. He was embarrassed uh, about his looks until now. I think this is how the audience is supposed to know who's the real one. <laughs> oh, okay. I could I can get on board with that. Okay. Uh what else came from this trailer? Like there's the they announced for sure that Amelia Clark is yeah. the is Talos's real daughter. Yes. And apparently you've seen her before already in Captain Marvel. Like she was one of the, like, the little, little kids. Little kids
0: in the, the ship, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of cool that they're connecting her. Um The guy that looks like is part of the invasion, right? Yeah, Kingsley no Ben Kingsley adur that's his
1: name really yeah okay he Kingsley is ben it's so confusing when there's someone named Ben Kingsley already
0: don't use those names it's the opposite yeah <laughs> come up with new names people <laughs> uh, it looks like he's like the face of the invasion yeah <laughs> because there's the, the of course the scene where the, the whole room turns into him yeah to surprise uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character Talos But at the end of the trailer, he has another power that looks like because his arm stretches out to push, I think, Nick Fury. Is it like a Groot type of growing? Yeah, it's like weird, almost like multiple arms connecting as one. So I'm wondering is this an introduction to Super Scroll? i
1: I would think that would be great. If that's just him, if that yeah. Super Scroll looks like that guy. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. And that could be like a through line character villain. Not not necessarily a Thanos or even a Loki, but one we pops up here and there in a lot of properties. Right, yeah. He could be anybody. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> I don't know how these aliens learn about humans, but maybe like He was like on a TV commercial that they watch. Maybe they only get some reception of of human things. And
0: like, that's, I think that's the only human there is. We're just going to copy him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, The the vibe I get from the trailer for the show. Uh, Yeah, it's Secret Invasion, but it could also take elements from a... Another comic book that I know, um, Original Sin. Oh, yeah? What makes you say that? Uh, In Original Sin, it's discovered that Nick Fury, not only is like head of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, but it also has been like secretly guarding. um, I forgot exactly what it is, but like has been guarding and controlling the whole events of Marvel. Right. Right? But um, he has to kind of like step down from that. Oh. So a new person had to step in. And I won't reveal who it is in the story. But- we know he's been in space, right? Nick Fury uh, with S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. We saw that at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Sure. So I think that's what he's been doing up there. Just kind of like monitoring Earth and um, keeping tabs on everything. And he says like in the trailer, like this is like his last mission or whatever. I have a feeling that by the end of the show, you know, this was probably the last time we'll see Nick Fury, maybe in the Secret Wars, but like. I think someone is going to ascend to replace Nick Fury as like, I don't know if even S.H.I.E.L.D. is a thing anymore, but like head of S.W.O.R.D. maybe or something like that.
1: Some type of overseer of everything. Yeah. Okay. I think that, yeah, who who else could do that? I'm not sure. A long, for a long time, people thought that Emily Clark character was, I think, Abigail something, uh, yeah. but the the, the head of S.W.O.R.D. Brand, brand yeah, yeah, Abigail Brand. I was going to say Abigail Breslin. That's the wrong person. That's not her, yeah. <laughs> I was going to be the head of S.W.O.R.D., but yeah, maybe there's another person playing that character and can um, be the lead of sword Mm, yeah yeah. so you're saying right now is like Nick Fury is basically the deep state he controls everything but the whole on the global state is a globalist (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, when he goes back to Earth in the trailer he goes visits a grave and it's for his grave yeah right what do you think that is I thought that was just after
1: um, the the Thanos, right? When they got all oh, the oh, snapped, yeah, they were like, yeah, well, yeah. everyone maybe had one, so like he had his." Oh, uh, that makes sense. They snuck in some in like a Sarah Connor style. They snuck in some weapons in that place, like in case it comes back. Yeah, type of thing.
0: That that makes way more sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, would, would would they have a lot of those then? Like, does everyone have one? I don't know.
0: I thought it was gonna be like he's not the first Nick Fury. I like that idea even better actually.
1: Honestly, <laughs> like that sounds cooler, better storyline. And the first Nick Fury was white. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I said that for uh, I said that previously like what if there was other Nick Furies and it's just like a moniker mm, a title right? Yeah. a James like like a 007 or something okay
0: I like that too um, there's another character that fans are hoping to see in this trailer but did not hmm. and it's not confirmed if this character is even in the show but people are speculating it because this character is a big part of the comic book story and it would be in line to what Marvel has been doing lately and that's including Including the character Quake
1: oh really yeah Chloe
0: Bennett yes and say what you will about the show but Marvel's lately has been pulling people from Marvel adjacent things and roping them into MCU yeah
1: yeah I mean with Coulson involved in that show it did yeah. feel like it was probably just all MCU stuff right like it was but, it yeah it, it, it just didn't have an, an, a whole lot of crossover
0: yeah so there was some crossover but then they kind of abandoned that idea yeah pretty quickly but like Nick Fury appeared on it um, uh, Nick Fury appeared in it in yeah the show oh yeah. I didn't know the that. end of season one he appeared in it cool um obviously Coulson was in it He's yeah. like the star of it uh Maria Hill appeared in it yes Sif appeared Sif in it appeared in it mm-hmm. so like there's connections but then with multiverse and all that stuff like who knows
1: yeah I mean uh I, I think Chloe Bennett is okay actress and I remember at a panel she was like angry that they don't they like barely mentioned the show yeah in the movies. Yeah. So uh, maybe they're not on good weight terms, but why not?
0: If, if it'll be interesting for the story. Yeah, I, I'm i willing to bet she is in it. Maybe oh, yeah? not a whole lot, but uh, if I had to guess, I'd say yeah, just because... I feel like Marvel is like a fan service kind of stage right now.
1: Okay, okay. You're connecting the dots and everything. They they did say they're gonna slow down a bit with Marvel stuff, but still, this, so this is leftover stuff, right, right now.
0: Yeah, I think the problem is in the show she was an Inhuman, and right now in the MCU there's no Inhumans. Yeah. So just make her a mutant, and I'll be fine with it. Yeah, make
1: everyone a mutant. Is that what you want? Every Inhuman, just make him a mutant. They've done it once, exactly. and it's worked out great. <laughs> Who knows if any of the Captain Marvels could show up too, just like a- Possibly. End credit thing to connect it, right? Nick Fury is heavily involved with Captain Marvel. Yeah. So there's that. You know
0: who does appear in it for a short glimpse is um, Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he looks like he's in military uniform, but maybe more of an official, right? Mm. And I I think in the comics, he becomes like vice president. So I wonder if he's in a political stage right now. And because we know uh, Thunderbolt Ross will become president in, Oh yeah In Captain America 4 Wow So I wonder if he's like Opposite party as him or something Or or because they are against each other in Civil War I wonder if they bury the hatchet made up
1: it could be because I mean uh, like Thunderball Ross doesn't he like bring in Iron Man and like at the end of Hulk I think like the end credit scene so is that like they could be kind of tied together and Rhodes is friends with Iron Man so then there's like
0: well Iron Man appears to Ross after Ross failed right yeah because he wants to use Ross to get to Hulk
1: yeah so I mean they've had conversations and maybe it's a love-hate relationship at the end of the day maybe Rhodes. is kind of understanding Ross's side or whatever
0: yeah I guess Rhodes Rhodes in Civil War Rhodey Mm -hmm. was on his side right on the sides of the Accords but then by uh, by Infinity War it looks like they're on the same side still but like refused to like arrest Captain America (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a dire situation, right? Yeah, I mean, he had no choice.
1: Yeah, I wonder if you think Ross is guilty about the Accords and felt like it was a wrong move to have it, or is it like standing firm, like that's what we need? I think he's like a stand firm kind of guy. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Either way, it looks looks interesting. Yeah, uh, this
0: comes out in June, so not too far away. I think it seems like everything's coming out in the summertime. Yeah, everything got a little delayed with Marvel at least, but I'm happy that this is still kind of coming pretty soon that's right yeah is, uh, i think like agatha might have been pushed it's either like late this year or early next year already and loki is like maybe like the fall of this year mm, okay. Loki season two which that that's what i'm really excited for you're more excited for that one yeah i'm curious how
1: like sinister agatha can feel with uh if mephisto was showing up i mean what i can't be too excited about agatha on her own <laughs> <laughs> okay um, what about Superman? Are you excited for Superman? I am excited about Superman because uh, we're getting... You might have remembered we announced like a show. It was like a series of DC shows that were going to be released. Like this show, My Adventures of with Superman, that was uh, supposed to be on HBO Max. But with the whole James Gunn mm. mix-up and everything, that was... Now, it's not going to be on HBO Max. And we're kind of like just... I thought it was going to be canceled. But yeah. now, it sounds like there's going to be on Adult Swim of all places. And we got a little bit of teaser, just like a 15 second clip of the the show.
0: Yeah, I, I saw the clip. It feels like, I don't know if this is the right term, a merime. That's pretty is, on point. Is that a term? No, it's not. You just made it up, but oh, I get well, what you're saying. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> you coined it? Yep. Is that a reader copyism? <laughs> I like that. It's like an uh, last Airbenderish kind of Legend not, of Korra. Yeah, not anime, but we
1: know it's inspired by it. Yeah, uh, it seems like a lot of the same animation.
0: Yeah. Yes. The, I don't even know. There's a character that Superman is like fighting in the clip, and that guy looks like he's pulled from like a Voltron. <laughs> like that. I don't know what character that is. I have no
1: idea either. He just like has these, these gauntlet arm things. Big guy.
0: Yeah, but he looks like. The third character of an anime.
1: The third. <laughs> you know
0: what I'm talking about?
1: He's like the underboss when you're finding the the real boss at the end of the like season. Just like the big heavyset guy's
0: like, oh. oh, you know what I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> Comedic relief, big guy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> But this this uh I, this thing is interesting. I mean, it does look like anime inspired. It honestly also looks like Invincible on Amazon. Sure, a little bit right? like that, yeah. So it, it does feel like um kind of detached from American animation. But I'm not mad that it's gone. I mean, it's it's, it's still going not on. canceled. It's not canceled. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder like how Superman would feel in an anime because a lot of anime their powers are like Superman. They're unbelievable. They're godlike. And I've seen a lot of like, who would win, Goku or Superman? Right, for sure. Yeah, who do you think?
1: Um, I think Superman. Really? Yeah, you thought it was to be Goku? I just like, I don't think it's that easy. Oh, like, oh yeah, I just gave a guess. It just seems like Goku relies on sensu beans too much, and would he know to use kryptonite? I don't know.
0: But but Goku has another level, and even that has another level. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Superman has done like uh, a lot of stuff. He's came back to life, but I guess Goku has too. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't uh, know. Yeah. Well, I, I hope this show does have action of that level. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. It does look maybe like not, maybe a little bit more lighthearted, but uh, nonetheless, like you said, I'm glad it's coming. The main actor voicing Clark
1: Kent is Jack Quaid, which is the guy that did The Boys, I think. He's the main guy. It just seems like that does not seem like a Superman guy. <laughs> who's
0: that? Who's that?
1: Like... Um, the, like, main character in The Boys, the Am- and uh, Amazon show. Homelander? No, the, like, regular guy.
0: Oh, the... Re- okay. I don't watch The Boys. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: not Karl Urban. No, no. Even just the regular ass guy. Okay, I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> as he was playing uh, Superman. And you're saying that's not good choice? Yeah, I, I think so.
0: Hmm. All right. Uh, now that you said that this is not part of the James Gunn DC stuff yeah. plan... Unless this is a smash hit, I think it's only gonna get one season. Yeah,
1: it, it, the um other show, the Batman Bruce Tim show, Where it's kind of more like noir style. Yeah, I think that's going somewhere else. Is that going to Amazon? I think. Oh really? Yeah. So it's still happening.
0: That I could see being more popular. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I guess they booted it off HBO Max just so that it doesn't confuse people. But still, like, who cares?
0: Yeah, I w- that doesn't make sense to me. It's to also it's
1: animated. It could be detached if you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I hope we see that Batman thing soon, but I'm, I'm glad we saw the Superman stuff. This is only a 15 second trailer, so I would like to see a more lengthy trailer, mm-hmm. more about what the show is going to deal with. Right now, it looks like a show that I'll check out, but I can't guarantee I'm going to love. Yeah,
1: me too. I mean, we just saw 15 seconds of it. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, that's it for the news. If you guys haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Just search us in your podcast app and uh, hit the follow button. For sure. And do yourself a favor
1: and find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. Let's uh, talk over there.
0: All right, it's time we jump into our comic this week. It is called Black Science. I have wanted wanting to uh, do this book for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite stories. It's by my favorite comic book creator. Uh, but I have been hesitant to do it because it's a, I feel like it's a difficult difficult story to like retell. Oh, really? Because a lot is going on and a lot is thrown at you right away. And it's kind of I would say it's a mixture of Lost in Space. You know, the show Lost in Space. Yeah. And Quantum Leap Quantum Leap Okay Yeah
1: I can see that all the Jumping around mm-hmm. It does have like Some Fantastic Four
0: Inspiration Some yeah A little yeah. bit like that uh, It's by Creator Writer Rick Remender Who's my favorite writer He did my favorite comic book Even regular books um, What's Who's your favorite novelist Are you saying Comic books are not Regular <laughs> books um yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> not Shakespeare sorry it was just a hair Shakespeare but reminders got you beat uh,
0: regular books do I even have a favorite author for regular books
1: I think I do but I barely read those books mine is Stephen King it is kind of fun his, his books they're just they're kind of like comics where they're just fun joy rides sometimes and scary
0: Um. okay I don't have one <laughs> uh, the artist is one of my favorite artists Matteo Sclera. Um, both of these creators, I went to a con and they're sitting next to each other and I got their autographs. It was the best day of your life. It was one of the best days of my life. That was a a good convention. Yeah. I remember that. I was there. Um, what can I say about Rick Remender? He did Uncanny X-Force, which is my favorite story of all time. Um, one of your favorites, Deadly Class. Yes. did. Um, he's famous for books like Low. He also did the story for the video game Dead Space. Oh, he did. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Um, he was like a TV producer for some of his works that was made into shows, like Deadly Class. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to come back, but yeah, I don't know if i get that. I was hoping because it was on Sci-Fi. Yes. Which is not a good, great sign, but it was. I thought the show was pretty good, and I thought it could have like got picked up again, like by Netflix or something. But I was sure it was too close to Umbrella Academy.
1: Oh, yeah, that could be it. I was hoping for a cult following to pop up out of nowhere, but yeah, for the show.
0: But uh, the show actually was pretty true to the comic I thing, and that's why I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he then uh, made his own imprint on with Image Comics. Oh, he did. I think it's called uh, um, Giant Generator. Oh, yeah, which is also like a production company for like his shows and stuff. And then Netflix did an adaptation of his comic, The Last Days of American Crime. Oh, really? Yeah, which I don't think did big on Netflix, though. I honestly don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember him being really cool when he saw him in
1: person. Uh, he, he saw him a comic, and he was like, I think I was like going to buy something from him, and he just gave me something for free on the side, too, because yeah. I think he didn't care because he was like, yeah, I'm kind of hungover right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> the the one the con we saw him at was like a con slash concert that was a fun con concert yeah Yeah. and I think he was supposed to be signing autographs the whole day but as soon as the concert started he just left and watched the concert yeah I think so too (laughs) he was in the audience (laughs) So uh, yeah, my kind of creator, Matteo Sclera. I, I couldn't really find much about his about his like career. Oh yeah. What I know is I think he's from Italy, uh, and that means like it's very rare to get him at cons in the US, I think. Oh, okay um so that's like maybe the only time i'll ever get to get his autograph that's so. pretty crazy uh, i'm surprised i got it his work is like retro pop sci-fi i would call it okay yeah um at least I, I can almost tell when it's his work always oh yeah and it's very uh like the, the character like kind of like characteristics that are like somewhat elongated has um a pointy nose and honestly at first I thought he did the work for Batman White Knight cuz it looks similar.
1: Yeah, their his style is kind of like the humans in 101 Dalmatians. They look like those yeah. people. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: That's his like default style of human in, yeah. in his artwork, but the uh, I think it seems like with this artwork, like it's one of those cases where it's like you start off with a black canvas and you paint in colors on top of that instead of right. a white canvas. Okay, I get yeah. that feeling. It's it's called black science.
0: Yeah, because the the colorist does a great job. It's a lot of like um, neonish kind of like vibrant colors because it is kind of like a space epic story. Yeah, right? yeah, foreign worlds. It's yeah, absolutely exploring all these different planets. Um, This is from Image Comics. I believe it was in um, 2013. That's right. Yeah. And we're doing the first three issues of the first volume today, really kicking off the story. Uh, Before we get into it, I do think it's best if I give you the breakdown of the characters and their relationships. Because it does not do that. It kind of just starts. Yeah. So you kind of have to figure that out. But if I were to do that, you'd probably be pretty lost. Just listening to me explain it. Gosh, let's get the family tree here. The main character, I would say his name is Grant McKay. He's a almost evil scientist. Like good Mm. guy, but willing to stretch the boundaries of morals and ethics. In the path for like improving science, the name of science. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, he is a dad. He's got two kids named Nathan and Pia, mm. and he's married to his wife Sarah. Right. Right. Um, he is like a scientist. His like co-scientist, lab assistant or whatever, lab partner, is named uh, Rebecca. And they are, like, in the lab together all day, and that's all they see. So, obviously, there's, like, physical affair there. Okay, right. <laughs>
1: it leads to something.
0: Yeah. A the side. Um, they are backed by this rich guy, right? His name is uh, Kadir, and I don't want to say he's, like, sleazy, but he's sleazy. <laughs> he's the money guy. Yeah. Right? He's funding the whole thing. He's funding it, and he wants all the credit if they're successful in their science experiments. Yeah and he's pretty much just like using them like you can do whatever you want i'll fund it but i get all the credit kind of thing right that's right yeah his second in command is this woman named uh chandra and uh, if, if he was like a lex luther right you know how lex luther has like the the right hand woman okay yeah it's kind of like that it's like uh, a smithers to um, right from uh, yeah. mr burns exactly yeah um, Nathan, or sorry, Grant and um, Rebecca have like a lab assistant, like a junior assistant. This is a guy named Sean, right? Okay, Sean is like it's weird because Grant and Rebecca they're doing like some questionable stuff in the name of science, mm-hmm. whereas Sean, who's helping them. It seems like he's kind of like an upstanding guy, right? Okay, okay. Always doing the right thing. But this book is called Black Science. As this is like there's like black magic. This is a like black science. I think that's Good how they point. got the name. Okay. Um, and then there's the last character named Ward. Ward is hired by Kadir just to protect this group. He's like the security. He's like ex-military. And his job is to protect them and keep them safe. And he's like a man of his word. Right. Stand-up citizen. Yeah. Right. I don't know if he might have a sketchy past but if he's hired to do a job he's gonna do that job
1: okay okay yeah I
0: can. I can get behind that so what Grant and Rebecca have been working on is this thing called the pillar right Wow and this is something that maybe the rest of the science world doesn't believe could be made or even should be made they're
1: like scoffing at it the science yeah. community
0: grants like I can do this so he does it he builds this thing called the pillar right And what the pillar is, is this tower thing. It's like like a a device in their secret lab that pretty much penetrates the walls of reality to deliver you to another dimension. Okay. Teleportation. Yeah. Different dimension. Right. A stargate. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more like it just kind of like explodes light or like erupts and then you open your eyes and you're somewhere else. Okay. Very cool. And that somewhere else starts a story off in this... Like, jungle area. Swampy, maybe. And like I said, the colors are very vibrant on dark shadows. Yes. And we see um, Grant, and he's with another character named uh, Jen. And I think she's like their intern or something like that. Okay. Just another part of the lab. Yeah, a lab assistant. Yeah. And they're just running for their lives through this jungle. And what we see they're being chased by... (laughs) Again, there's another dimension. They're like fish savage
1: people. Awesome. They're, and they're like full on yellow with these big gigantic angular teeth. But they have
0: arms and legs riding these
1: eels, like big
0: eels. Yeah, they're riding like like horses or something through the jungle. Yeah. It's like something from like Avatar or Pandora. Pandora. Okay. Right. looking and in front of some Adam Tanium right now. <laughs> Grant and Jenna running. They reach the edge of the cliff. And then we zoom out to where they really are, and it's like they're on the edge of the cliff on this mountain, and that mountain is on top of a giant turtle. <laughs> and there's like a bunch of these giant turtles. The There's thunderstorms going on, and they're like bright purple. Imagine if the turtle itself was an island. That's yeah. how big it is. And they're on the edge of this turtle. <laughs> And the fish people have like re- reached them and they're like, you know, got them surrounded. And Grant and Jen are like yelling at each other. She's like, we got to jump. And he's like, no, we got to attack them. We're not going to survive if we jump, right? And they're yelling. And as they're arguing, a rock that is thrown by the fish people, because they have like one of those like David and Goliath throwing rock slings.
1: Things. Yeah. There you go.
0: Rock sling. It goes straight through her helmet and kills
1: Jen. That's the end of her. Yeah. Like Grant just sees like a blur of red. And- and she's Falls over the edge.
0: And then he's in shock. He doesn't know what to do. He starts falling over the edge too. And he's like tumbling down and he crashes on the ground. And at the ground of the thing, there's like more of these fish people. And it's like a pyramid that they're worshiping, right? Yeah, it's like a mine pyramid. And they start attacking him. So he has to keep running. And it's this constant like action sequence of being chased. Uh, he dives into the water, and what he finds is like an uh, underwater tunnel. Oh! Right? And he's swimming, and this entire sequence, is like he's monologuing to himself, like, "I gotta get back to the pillar, mom, the kids, and Sarah. It's up to me. Uh, they're not gonna survive if I don't get back." Yeah, there's
1: like seems like a big sequence where like there's a timer. Like right. if he doesn't get there back with, I think like fresh water, the t- pillar will just explode. Right, and they're stuck there.
0: Yeah. So he makes his way through this underwater tunnel. When he finally reaches the surface, it's it's inside like this cave, right? That's underwater. And he doesn't find fish people there, but he does find like primitive frog people. (laughs) These blue looking guys
1: with like these glowing eyes and it seems like they're the the fish people's enemies because they have fish people strung up like dead bodies like they're the they're 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 pickings right they're they're, their victims
0: and grant looks at them as like i'm i'm just passing through right i'm not i'm not one of those fish people and once they see that he's trying to get away they attack him with their tongues because they're the frogs right so they have long tongues but these tongues are electrified (laughs) dope and so,
1: just all these like electric tongues are going after him, and Grant kind of just goes into like a savage mode. Like uh, he attacks and like bum rushes the first one in front of him, and blasts the the head of of this this frog person, uh, screaming the name of his kids as he pulls the head right off.
0: He pulls the guy's head off the frog head, and then he holds it in his hand, and the frog's tongue is still like long and electrified. He's now using that as like a whip to defend himself. Which is crazy enough. And, and he, like, works his way through, like, this underground palace, right? And then he finds himself at, like, the Great Hall of these frog people. Yeah. And we see, like, the royalty of these frog people. And they're, like, at a, having a feast. They're eating. They're drinking. Um, and then what we see is uh, a fish woman of, like, the fish people above, right? Yeah, And she's being forced to, like, dance on their table, like, belly dance, like... He could tell she's like a slave to these frog people. Yes. And he what he's telling himself is like, just get back to your children. Do what you got to do to get out of here. Don't bother them. And But before he could really go, he's like, I got to save her. So he jumps in with his electric whip tongue. Yeah. <laughs> frog head. Starts attacking them, grabs the fish girl and dives out a window trying to like save this fish girl, right? They land in the water and now it's him and this fish girl trying to like survive in the water it's rapids and he finally like makes himself to shore yeah so he's lucked out he's
1: breathing but instantly he's surrounded by those fish people that were chasing him earlier they're all just like towering over him and they see like they think like the woman fish is his prisoner but then the woman fish talks like no he saved me
0: right so now the frog savages are are chasing them they make their way and now the fish people kind of help grant by attacking the frog people and giving Grant a chance to get away. And he's running now. He's, he has like a like a canister full of the water. Yeah. Because again, like you said, he needs it to run the, the pillar machine. And he's running and he knows like it's a matter of seconds now other, until that pillar activates again and we see where the pillar is it's with everyone else like his family uh kadir is there with uh, chandra and they're worried that grant won't make it in time but finally he like runs through the bushes and he's there and it's
1: kadir's the first one like barking and i'm like where the hell have you been you know where's jen what the hell is going on and you see like the feud between them first up it's like yeah. the the genius scientist and the guy that has the money basically
0: right you could tell they have like a history they always kind of like butt heads but right now they need each other to survive so um grant is already like at the pillar trying to like set everything up for the next what i say like a jump right yes and he's with his kids there so the kid sean uh the kid um nathan He's like, dad, where's Jen, like the assistant or whatever? And then I think like the adults kind of understand that she was killed. What went on? But they're trying to like not tell that to the kids. So he's like, don't worry, we'll come back and get her. But then Grant says like, don't lie to my kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> And he's like Just tell him the truth She's dead Right Yeah Kind of tell What kind of dad Grant is He's kind of
1: like uh, Goes by his word Type of thing Like he's like He's kind of also Like an anarchist He's in like authority Right And he was just like The truth is the truth He'll say say Satan even to his kids Type Mm. of thing Don't pander to me Or my family No yeah And so But he can hug his kids now And say like Okay we can finally jump The clock is ticking We can go home
0: Home sweet home And like This pillar Kind of erupts it's like this blinding light it flashes and then when we see them back now home uh it's not home no they land in some type of looking like a like a war trench
1: and there's literally dead bodies strung out here uh from war and they have no idea where they are doesn't look, look exactly like home at all Um, And there's like a war going on right above them.
0: Again, they're like arguing like we're supposed to be home and what is going on? Grant, you mess it up again? And what they realize now is the pillar has been like sabotaged. Like it was damaged. Someone has smashed like the controls. So it's already like they can't control where they go. They also can't control how often that pillar activates. It could be... Uh, one hour or it could be four hours and right now it says like they're stuck there for, it won't turn on again for another four hours and like you said they're in the middle of a war zone it looks like World War One because there's like trenches yeah and it looks like there's like german soldiers around but when they look at what they're fighting it's not it doesn't even look what we think is human it looks like spaceships
1: there's like a gigantic almost like a millennium falcon gigantic ship like crashing down into earth like attacking and the soldiers coming out of that thing they have like alien type wings with like right. a mask and it's very colorful too what they look like meanwhile like the soldiers are like World War One soldiers yeah they have those like metal bucket hat like <laughs> helmets like regular bayonets they're just regular old soldiers
0: so Grant is like trying to work on the pillar again all this is happening while you know explosions are happening and everyone's yelling at Grant trying to blame him and there's just like a like an
1: argument about power right now, right? Because Kadir's right. like, I put the money up, I'm the leader here, so just follow what I say. Fix that thing right now. You're the uh, maybe you're not even that important. We can get rid of you. And Chandra's there, just like egging him on to. Right. Rebecca's like, shut
0: up. We have to listen to him. He's the one that built this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to take a break here and talk about what they're wearing, okay? Because that's part of why I like this book. Everyone is wearing like almost like astronaut suits, like almost like Buzz Lightyear looking suits. Right. Right, Yeah. Except for Kadir, because he was not supposed to go on this mission. (laughs) Okay. He's wearing a regular suit, like Like a a, three piece suit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why he's somewhat panicking more than them. He was not even supposed to go on this mission. Okay. Yeah. He was like kind of like sucked in. So he is really mad at Grant, right? So everyone's trying to calm them from arguing and fighting and then jumping all of a sudden into their trench is a German soldier and he's the German guy sees all of them and they're wearing those like uh, astronaut things he thinks they're the aliens like the attacking right so he charges at them with his bayonet and stabs Grant in the gut oh crap so Grant their
1: genius scientist is kind of subdued in this moment and it takes Ward the security guy to burst into action push that soldier's gun out of the way and knock him out cold and they're like kind of just barking at this German guy like talk 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 but um, it takes Kadir, the the money guy, to to talk because he's the only one that knows German.
0: Right. So now he's like trying to figure out what's going on, and this German soldier explains to him like, because like he thinks they're part of the alien crew. He's like, no, we're not even from here. Explain everything, like why this war going on, or what. and then he says, uh, like he thought these people, these aliens that are attacking, yeah. are. Uh, Indians right Yeah, but they're not they're, they're not from India they're from the unknown continent so in this world like there's no United States that part of the world the new world was like never discovered by Christopher Columbus yeah or I guess yeah and yet their machinery their technology is way more advanced dope <laughs> <laughs> and now they're the ones attacking like Europe and England trying to control the whole world trying to invade so they look like Native American aesthetics and stuff but with, like, intergalactic weaponry. Like, into the future type thing. Like, it's really
1: cool. They have, like, wings and everything. And they have these, like, masks that have, like... Like, it looks like they have a lot of eyes, too. Right. And just, like, also, like, space-age future stuff. Weren't They're wearing... Yeah.
0: But they have, like... It's like laser tomahawks or something like that. <laughs> They're like, their drones are just like mechanical birds. Right. That's cool. And now Kadir's like, All right, you need to get us medical supplies. One of our guys is hurt, right? And he's like, I don't have any of that. Look at us. We're all like being wasted out here. We're losing. Um, he's like, Fine. Then you're going to take us to the other side and get their medical equipment. And he's like, Well, the only one that could help on their side is like a shaman. Cool. Right? Yeah. So he's like, okay, we're going to go steal ourselves a shaman. (laughs) So uh, it's Ward, Kadir, and then uh, remember like the junior assistant, Sean? Yeah. Remember I said it's like a a citizen kind of person, right? Yeah. He's like volunteering to go with him and help because it's like his mentor that's hurt, Grant, right? So he wants to help him. So the three of them plus the German captive soldier... They're on this like suicide mission to go across the lines to find the shaman. past no man's land,
1: right? And it's it's a lot of like uh, ducking under barbed wire, um, down to the dirt. I really like the like the inner monologue of Ward in these moments because he's like, I owe this to Grant. He's the one that brought me on. Um, you know, he's like a pass of like mm-hmm. being ex-military, and yeah. like, this is his kind of way to get back to honor in a way right this big mission
0: so the way there they got to crawl through like um barbed wire like when you crawl under barbed wire yeah but the whole like they got to crawl through dead bodies and stuff pretty much and like ward is used to this but like everyone else is like panicking kind of Kadir does not want to be there no he's like i, I shouldn't have to go i'm not a soldier but ward is forcing him to go because he's the only one that speaks german exactly <laughs> And then, like you said, one of their drones, uh, the Native Americans, it like flies down. It looks like a like a hawk or something, right? And so they have to hide themselves under the pile of dead bodies. It's scary. As that thing like just scans the whole area, and they're you know, they're sneaking
1: around, trying to stay in the shadows. They uh, curl up near a rock and they look past it just to see what the 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 Native Americans are doing. And it's really like they're surrounded by a fire, so it looks kind of. Like like classic look, but then you see like again like German bodies everywhere, as they're like decked out in this like sci-fi equipment and long poles are their weapons with like skulls right. on it too. It's pretty epic like powwow going on.
0: And these are like the savages, right? Because they're taking these German soldiers that they tied up and they're scalping them, meaning like cutting off their scalps, oh, geez. right? And then like just like cutting them up and then burning their bodies. And it's like a gruesome sight. Imagine these savages with weaponry of like the future space, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, Ward is like, okay, uh, we have to wait here till the coast is clear. They see that one of them is like the shaman, the medicine man, right? And they're dragging this hurt soldier, this hurt like him. Um, Indian guy and it looks like his chest is like literally like has a hole in it or something yeah and the shaman takes like his staff or something and shoots like a ray at him and it looks like he's in pain like he's screaming out but then when he stops the the blast the hole starts to close up and heal itself like new it's like just healing on its own
1: yeah and it's just like words like this is the science the magic that we need <laughs> it's like we need that yeah
0: yeah we gotta get that guy for sure so they're waiting until all uh of those soldiers kind of like go back into battle and like okay the shaman's by himself let's go down there it's him and Sean we're gonna sneak up and just like kidnap this guy so they go sneak up behind him and Ward takes like the end of his rifle hits this guy in the head knocks him out okay so they got this guy they can take him back and then out of nowhere a gigantic robot
1: (laughs) like a Gundam thing like appears out of nowhere and is seeing them trying to knock out their medicine man and it's just like a like we didn't see this thing
0: the whole time <laughs> <laughs> right. and it's now about to attack them they're running and Ward's trying to like fight it off but it's, it's a giant robot right so it's like knocking them around Kadir is up there hiding, right? And he sees um, like uh, like the German grenades, which is it's almost like a it's like a stick, like a, it's bottle. Like a stick with a bottle thing on there that you to th- throw, right? It yeah. doesn't look like an American grenade. I've only seen these in those old Call of
1: Duty games. <laughs> I think it's only place that exists.
0: <laughs> and this robot now is about to crush War, like just pound him down to a pulp. And Kadir like jumps from behind. And throws one of these grenades in, like into the robot's back, and then the robot turns around, and is about to chase him, but then the the thing like explodes, and it just like destroys this robot, saving
1: Ward. I like this moment between Ward and Kadir. They have like a bro moment and they shake hands, They're like come over here, Ward, you son of a bitch. Like yeah. he's <laughs> like you're not as bad as I thought, and they're like they shake hands
0: in the rain. <laughs> uh,
1: and so we jump back to what's going on with the rest of the crew by the pillar. Um, again, they have this German soldier tied up and Chandra, she's kind of panicking and she's got that gun to this guy's head and I think she's not ready for this job. Sounds like, she's like new to the job too. Like yeah.
0: I was not supposed to be on this mission. She's like panicking too. Right. Um. So it's it's raining now, and they're in the trench. But like up above the trench is more German soldiers have showed up, and the their German captive, right? He starts screaming like, "Hey, I'm down here!" Right, get me. But it's hard to hear. It's raining. So uh, Rebecca dives on their on this soldier, and like kind of like pretty much shoves his head into the dirt into the mud to make sure he doesn't scream anymore. And the other soldiers above are, like, looking to see if anyone's there. And she's literally, like, drowning this guy so that he they won't see them. Yeah. Um, the soldiers don't see anything
1: and they just walk away. But Rebecca kind of did the deed as, like, the kids saw her
0: kill this guy. <laughs> right. Like, suffocate this guy. And she did it so they to save the kids, right? But yeah. it's still, it's like it shows what she's willing to go through. Traumatic, for sure. Yeah. And throughout this whole story, there's been, like... Kind of like flashbacks Of just hours prior Because just a couple hours ago They're in their normal laboratory, right? Yeah Getting ready for this mission And we see Grant And he's like explaining To Nathan, his son Pretty much what they've invented
1: The pillar and how it like Jumps to different dimensions Yeah Like the the uh, uh, Einstein Rosenbridge
0: type thing of
1: like jumping yeah.
0: different dimensions. And what he's explaining it as is like it's an onion. yes, I like <laughs> this. And it says like every time like a decision is made or choices is done of any any human any human that branches off into a new dimension is possible choices and it's like layers of an onion. And just constantly, more and more layers are created, and it goes further out and bigger and bigger possible, like multiverse, right? I I think they they call it the eververse. Yeah,
1: like the words they use. They make a whole thethoris in this book. Yeah. And what you do is you pierce the layers
0: of the onion. That's what the pillar does. Right. It can jump between layers. And and as it's explained to this, you can see Rebecca, she's kind of like getting more and more kind of like upset. Mm. And she's realizing now because now that they've pretty much accomplished their mission, they've invented this machine, this Experiment and it works, it's successful. That she may no longer have to work with Grant, who she's in love with. Oh yeah. And and now he's happy, like with his family. Before it's only the two of them, and it was like she was his family. Yeah. And now he's like with his kids and with his wife, and she's being like pushed to the side.
1: They were like a secret love tryst, right, from right. the outskirts of things. But now everything's all done. Mm-hmm. They can
0: be in harmony, but she's pushed out. Right. And then um, they're it looks like they're doing their like, inaugural uh, tests, right. So they're all like suited up and ready to go. And uh, Kadir goes down there and he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, you're supposed to tell me that you're going to do this mission. I'm the money guy. This is my choice, right? Yeah. And it's like right when he barges in is when the pillar first initially like turns on. And that's what this whole thing started. Is That's why he's there without a suit. Yeah. And that's how uh, issue three ends is like how it all started. Okay. I like that. I like that. A cliffhanger. We're going to leave it on
1: for for you guys.
0: Uh, Again, this book is, I feel like it only gets better too. Like the further you read. Yeah. I've read a lot more and. Uh, It it gets deeper and deeper Weirder and weirder I like that Um, Because again It's like a quantum leap They're jumping into Different dimensions And like A lot of the ones we've seen Are like savage ones Or like futuristic Sometimes There's ones that are like Not too distant future But things are Just slightly different and then you know more connections are revealed. Like I think, like the affair and stuff is more really? revealed later. And um, I'll just say this: like some characters are more expendable than others. Oh, okay, yeah. And then you know the thing about multiverses is there's versions of you out there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like that, like that happens. So all in all, like this book is one of my favorite comic book stories. And um, there's a lot more to it. I, I think it's definitely something. If you're into this kind of stuff, you'll you'll love this book.
1: It's a type of thing where I want to see Remender's take on this whole thing, right? Like yeah. just the exploration, anything can happen type of thing. I love it when Remender just goes haywire
0: with everything right and he's pretty funny too i think some of the jokes in this are funny uh there's a line because like sean the the assistant scientist right yeah he always has these jokes that he says during the most tense scenes really, really? okay yeah. to like cut the tension yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and then there's a part where he's like um, hey ward what's the biggest organ in a sheep <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like what he's like "Kadir's penis yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like Kadir's response. He was like, "Yeah, that joke's not bad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's kind of like um it's it's for mature audiences, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, I I suggest even you continue reading cuz it's very good. This is going into
1: the that multiple universe thing, but on the, like the science side of things. Yeah. That's kind of cool. We've got a lot of magic going on with that right. as of late.
0: Yeah, so this is definitely one I'd recommend. That is Black Science by Rick Remender and Matteo Scalera. Uh, Let's get into our side stories. Beef is what's for dinner. (laughs) I watched that show. We watched that show. Yeah, that's mainly all I want to talk about. It's so good that we pretty much watched the whole season in one sitting. Yeah, kind of. Like literally almost the whole season in one sitting. Uh, it's an amazing, r- amazingly written show. Yeah. And by writing, not just the dialogue, which the dialogue is pretty funny and clever, but the just what happens in it is so unexpected and so well told mm-hmm. that I wonder like, how long it took to write this thing. And my guessing is a long time.
1: Yeah. I don't know who the showrunner is, but it seems like one of those shows where it's like, you've been thinking about it and this is the one thing that's going to make my career. Yeah.
0: And... Uh- <laughs> It probably is. You're right. I have a feeling this person is going to be, you know, someone to look out for. Uh, the show is on Netflix. It stars Steven Yeun and Ali Wong and a bunch of other great actors. Um, if you've seen the trailer, you know, it's like it starts off as road rage and then kind of just keeps on evolving deeper and deeper into almost like a rivalry to like now they're like yeah. nemesis to like just hating each other. And they're just trying to one-up each other. And it, it affects the people around them. It snowballs and, and and causes these effects that are unexpected. It's ruining their lives pretty yeah. much. It is like a really a back and forth between these two main characters. Yeah. That
1: kind of did not know each other at all before the start of the show. Right. And just this road rage. Uh, s- uh, snowballs Into yeah. the, like just Back and forth Between the two The man it's like One upping
0: It's almost like A prank war Or almost But they're just yeah, like Yeah it's getting Worse and worse Yeah Per And it, it reaches the point Where like I can't It can't get any worse And it does It, it does And um It's pretty bad
1: <laughs> I think the real key to it Is like they're both Kind of awful people Yeah In their own right Right
0: Yeah Cause like It's weird cause You see the incident The road rage thing And then they go back And show you like One perspective And then another And why this person's like that, why the other one is. And it's like you're going back and forth on, like, who's really to blame. And by then, it's like, they're both terrible people. Yeah. You just, also, how they react is enough
1: to just, like, oh, pretty crappy.
0: Yeah. But in a way, the show is, like, maybe showing you, like, oh, I'm kind of like that sometimes, too. Yeah. And how bad it could get if you were to keep following that extreme.
1: Yeah, that base bad feeling. Sure. Uh. I think what I really like about it is like it gets deep sometimes. throughout the thing, it's it's a funny show. Yeah, it is a funny show. Like there's just moments that'll make you laugh out loud if you're like very funny. Yeah, dumb people like the two of us. It's like they have like some nerdy references or whatever, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's actually really good writing, just <laughs> yeah. in that one joke or whatever. But there's other moments that get really deep with the characters. Like there's one like in church, and you're just like this is actually very well acted, right? Like Stephen, uh, when yeah, and it's like really like effective, you
0: know, the yeah. emotion that they're trying to imbue. Exactly. Like there's scenes that you really feel for these characters too. Yeah. Um, as much as like you think like oh they're terrible people or like. Uh, they deserve everything they're getting. There's scenes where, like, it's heartbreaking to see yeah. what they have to go through uh, or see what they've had gone through already. Cause a lot of it is like maybe like childhood trauma. Right, right. There's a lot of uh, flashbacks. Right. Yeah. And really, all they want is to do the best for their families. Yeah. And yet they just can't help but try to get their revenge, which only causes things to get worse and worse. That's um, real I, bad. <laughs> <laughs> the the actors that are like kinda like um the supporting actors in it. Yeah. That are like related to them and stuff. I think they do a great job too because they're roped into this. Um they're probably more affected by the what the person they love is doing than the other person is. Sure, yeah. I think they
1: um we at certain points we get their perspective maybe, yeah. like the Stephen Wood's brother. Um, Ali Wong's, like, immediate family. Yeah, her husband and daughter. Yeah. I think my favorite character on the show is... Uh, the cousin of Stephen Wen, which is played by David Cho.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good in it. I don't think he's that, he's not an actor, really. He's not, that's not his main thing.
1: He's like a painter, right? Yeah. He's like the guy that got rich off making a mural for Facebook, right? Back, back in the day where we got stocks instead of money. So then that just like snowballed into a lot of money. Yeah. Right. But he's like an interesting guy on the internet. And he, I don't think you've seen him act in anything other than this.
0: Yeah. And yet he does really well. Yeah. Um, Honestly, all the actors in it do a great job for what they are asked to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm entertained through the whole thing. It is longer than I thought because I thought, like, oh, this can't be more than like an eight episode thing. But I think it's like 10 or 11, maybe? 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. But it felt easy to watch it kept going so it it was not hard to just watch the whole season in one time it is
1: very bingeable and not just like oh it's easy to watch it's like you're gonna want to watch the next one it's like cliffhangers type of thing each episode so good uh yeah the, the i think like again with portrayals like steven when i think he does never really play like an angry guy like this before he's typically like the mild-mannered like glenn from walking dead yeah. there's a zombie apocalypse i can be so chill right now yeah type of guy here he's like really angry i'm like i'm happy he's like breaking out in right the roles he plays
0: an asshole in it yeah he does and i already thought ali wong is like not my cup of tea <laughs> yeah and so it it works for her character that she kept going in that direction yeah guess uh yeah Re- really kind of a harsh person yeah uh i think when i first started when we first started it was like 100 on rotten tomatoes yeah and i think it deserves every bit of that it's so good it's my favorite show of the year so far like by a lot
1: yeah it's really dang good i mean yeah deserves a hundred percent i don't know what to tell you you gotta, gotta watch it and feel it for yourself it uh it has that like la vibe to it too sure because it kind of shows us like like um, The rich elite LA And then there's like Struggling in LA Type of thing There's yeah. like two different aspects Right Like the hoity-toity People you, And what, what what
0: each one thinks Of the other right. Stereotypical stuff Right From a distance Yeah um, <laughs> There's a lot of like Really funny things That I could relate to in it mm-hmm. um, Like the whole cast is Asian Yeah Mostly But it's not like It's not like they have to be Asian Or it's not like they're It's only for Asian people Or they're the stuff they're talking about is only for Asian. It's not. Yeah. So I think that is another plus to the show. Like, uh shows like Crazy Rich Asians. It has to be Asians. Oh <laughs> right. Okay. This one they just, the characters just happen to be Asian. Yeah.
1: It does have like the immigrant parent story, but that could be any sure. from any country.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as I loved Last of Us, which I Uh, thought that is an amazing show, how do you feel about the two? I don't want to watch Last of Us again. This one I want to watch again. It's not like you want to watch it right after you finished. It was so good, yeah. And there's um, it's long enough that like I don't remember some of the stuff in the beginning. Maybe like the jokes I'll be entertained by again as it comes back.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it is so great how they interweave the serious and funny on this thing, like. It, yeah it, Some dumb stuff That will just happen too
0: And it's just like Someone will puke or whatever And it's funny <laughs> Right um, There's heartbreaking moments in it mm-hmm. When the guy Like Some of the best stuff Is with uh, The guy and his brother The main guy and his brother Yeah Because You know He only wants the best For his brother But his His The way he's doing it is all wrong. Yeah, it's true. And then when the brother realizes that and has to like, you know, find his own way kind of thing, it's so, I don't know, it's so true to life.
1: Mm, okay Yeah Yeah. Do yeah. we feel for them Like uh They can't see each other They can't read each other's minds Even though yeah. they, they, they Maybe argue whatever
0: And who, I don't know the actor's name But the one that plays The younger brother uh It's weird Because he plays Like a dumb kind of character A dunce Yeah Yeah But it's it, It's acted so well Yeah He still has emotions And all that So you feel yeah. that Through the show Yeah He'll he's grow He's stupid But he's Maybe just not All the way smart so I don't <laughs> know how to <laughs> Explain it <laughs> Uh, he does some dumb things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. The, uh, the, when the, the, once it's like snowballing and it's out of control, it's like, what could even happen next? And it's so like... Uh, i'm i'm really like at the edge of my seat every time something happens because what that's gonna affect something that makes them do something even crazier and yeah by the end it's like
1: unbelievable the way the two characters the two main characters kind of intertwine it's like at a certain point like they're made for each other but you don't want that to happen also it's yeah, like right yeah, yeah you're back and forth on it mm-hmm. everyone it feels kind of gross on the show <laughs> I, it makes me not want to live in L.A. Like, I don't think they're in L.A. They're in L.A. County, but they're not like... Adjacent? They're
0: like in um,
1: the Valley. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Calabasas, right? Yeah. That's where they are. There was a, one nice-ass house, and it was said like, that's the house in Power Rangers. Like, it looks just like <laughs> I the... I think it is. Like Zordon's building yeah. from the Mighty Morphin. Like, it could be the same lot. I don't... I think it is. It, I'm going to look in the up. exterior.
0: Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, do you think they actually built it, <laughs> a whole like building for Zordon? No, I think that is a building already and And they just use the exterior for Power Rangers like they do for any show
1: maybe maybe
0: (laughs) you know in Full House they didn't live in that house but they used a picture of a house that is in San Francisco they didn't live there they didn't the actors didn't live there (laughs) how was the house full then (laughs) Um, I, there's nothing more I can say to, about Beef except that it's it's like a must watch yeah yeah you gotta
1: it, I think it be like roasted number one on Netflix like right away yeah and it deserves to be there
0: because once you watch one it's hard to stop watching
1: yeah I think we watched like two episodes one night and then the rest were like yeah we're kind of stuck here we have to watch the whole thing yeah just because so now we have the time we could watch the whole right. thing
0: highly recommend um yeah i don't know i don't want to ruin it either cuz it's very new but i have a feeling everyone will have seen it soon it is kind of like a youthful
1: show in the sense like a millennial probably wrote this r- r- yeah definitely right? the like, references are of people of our age range yeah i think so like the music choice too maybe more your age range sure, like, yeah. like exactly like a it's a of an era and yeah. it's like those people growing up
0: You know, what's funny about it too is the way it's edited because it'll be like something happens and then cut to now that person is doing something for that or something.
1: Yeah. Some type of weird reaction that's just for a joke or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's very good. I I can't uh, recommend it enough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another place I want to talk about. Uh, can you guess what I'm doing right now? Cling 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 cling. Are you playing um, like a steel <laughs> drum? It's it's metal, and I have metal utensils that I'm holding. Cling 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 cling. Are you doing a Korean barbecue? Uh, it's similar to that. But maybe, uh, maybe like more like a frying. So like I'm scooping this, and maybe I'm making like a volcano. It's like um, it's like Mongolian noodle places. <laughs> no, it's uh, you're you're seated right in front of me, so it's like scraping and tossing and flipping. And I'm doing things. You're making a salad. In front of no, <laughs> I'm cooking. You're doing a hibachi, right? Yeah, we went to Benihana. Yeah, and that's the first time I've I've been to a Benihana, but I've been to other cook in front of you places. The, the Benihana, I, I remember we went once, like last year,
1: yeah. and we we actually went and we just like we didn't reserve ahead of time, so we did not get the full experience.
0: Yeah, we flipping. just sat at a regular table. Yeah, uh, that's not worth it. It's not no, no. You want the whole experience for sure. That's what you're paying for. Yeah, the guy was pretty good. He did the like make a volcano. He did the fried rice in the shape of a heart. He did the uh, toss a, a whole
1: egg and catching in his uh, his yeah. like
0: lapel or whatever his his, his pocket. pocket. Yeah. yeah. Um, It was really fun. the food is good It's not bad I don't know if it's worth it It is expensive You're paying for a show also Yeah uh, And the way he was Like cutting the meat His knife must have been so sharp That's what I was saying Yeah It like looks no like No resistance
1: He was cutting the The tails off a shrimp And they might as well Not have been attached To the shrimp
0: Yeah It's like he was just Pushing things off Yeah So I want a knife like that
1: I want to take a uh, Benihana class Do you think do, they, you could do it? Do they have those? Like like uh, We'll just, Black out the, the yeah. restaurant And then everyone Takes a lesson and it learns to get wrong grill it learns or something. I want to do one of those. You, you have to apply. I don't want a job. job. I do not want a job. I want the skills. I can carry that over into my own profession. All right. I don't trust you cooking regular at home. So, are oh, you saying I should try? I should practice.
0: Yeah, at home a lot more practice. Flipping. Just cooking regular food. Flipping. Uh, is that what people do at home? They
1: flip their their. Uh, I always throw utensils. Catch eggs in my pocket. <laughs>
0: That's scrambled eggs, right? That's what scrambled eggs is. Um, The food was, like you said, it was like, okay. Yeah. But you're paying for a show. So it was above price for uh, Asian food, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But it was like filet mignon. That
1: was pretty tasty. I think that was the best part of the steak. And then you can get like multiple different proteins
0: or whatever. I think I got like chicken. Yeah. There's like scallops and shrimp. Um, I don't... Yeah. If you've ever been to like these things, they're probably all the same. Yeah. I've been to show. one that's like not but Benihana, but exactly the same setup. How was the uh, their performance? Was it a different skills they're doing or different tricks? I'll say this. The guy at the other one, I forgot what it was called, but the other one was an old Asian guy. Okay. The guy at Benihana was not old nor Asian. So who who has more experience cooking Asian? Asian food I'm gonna to have to guess the
1: old Asian guy was that place uh, expensive more even more than Benihana no it was probably
0: cheaper than Benihana oh really wow, yeah. wow. okay
1: Benihana is like the name brand one yeah I don't know is, does that mean it's a standard or not I, I guess not do you like it more than can't believe you go here
0: Panda Express.
1: Yeah, I like it more, but it it costs more. Uh, I, can't, I can't
0: even believe you go to Panda Express is what I'm It's to
1: just say. like uh, it's fast food for me and I kind of enjoy it. It's it's it is overpriced for like what you're getting, but uh, yeah. I like it. It's like the sweet meat <laughs> 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 with orange chicken and like Beijing beef, but whatever. There's other
0: authentic Chinese Fast food.
1: Yeah, but that takes longer. And it's, I mean, there's better burgers than McDonald's. There's better burgers (laughs) than, you know, all the other fast foods of of that sort. So it's just like, it's just easy. (laughs) It's just easy.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't go to um, Penn Penn Express. Express, Yeah. Uh, Strictly because I don't think you get enough for what you pay for.
1: Yeah. I think it is the like Chinese American food. It's nothing, nothing about it is like, Real, original, like from China type of food. Yeah. It is like... It's not even real panda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like battered, you know, chicken or whatever. Just sweetened yeah. up. So...
0: Yeah, I'm not not a huge fan of it. I have eaten there. If I have no choice, I'll eat it. Yeah. But I think I could easily find a better place in like a minute searching on my phone.
1: I like it. It, it. Again, it's just like comfort for me. Okay. Yeah. What do you get there? Treat up like orange chicken and uh, the... Tofu and eggplant is really good, and that was a surprise for me. That's one of my favorite dishes. Is the
0: mm. not a fan of eggplant? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why I don't go there. The tofu? Yeah. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about? That's it for me. All right. Well, uh, guys, if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. And if you really want to help out the show, please leave a review. Just uh, search us in your podcast app and uh, leave us some feedback. And then, um, yeah, we'll be really appreciative.
1: For sure. And you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I already mentioned all these social medias, but we're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Any interaction there, any maybe advice
0: or what you'd like. about the show is really appreciated thanks guys alright we'll be back next week with a brand new episode until then continue with the outro if you
1: like what we had to say about the book pick it up and read your copy see you later